Today on the show, we recap the first week of college football, and I go off a bit on a rule that I hate, but Aaron Rodgers seems to love. We also learn about Sarah's first day back to work full-time after five years off, and then play a game as a game as it is a game about the game changers. Somehow that's going to make sense. Author Glenn Merzer then goes on a rant about morons who believe oxymorons. And in Sarah's news, we learn something about Kim Kardashian and that I really don't know who that is. But first, let me tell you all about Next Wave. Yep, Next Wave Services is a website design company that provides high-quality website design and maintenance work for businesses at a flat rate. Next Wave was born from the idea that everybody needs access to seamless, reliable, and professional website design and maintenance service on a consistent basis. NextWave believes that their excellent track record of repeat business is proof of their commitment to delivering first-class service all of the time. Now, you'll get a free website consultation when you check them out online at nextwaveservices.com. Founded way back in 1998, it's Next Wave Services. It's time now for the Real Men Eat Plants podcast, your daily dive into sports, pop culture, beer, and food with a plant-based spin. I'm Dee, and along with news anchor Sarah Carlson, producer Eric Rogers, and the rest, here is a man who has never put ketchup on a hot dog, Rich Reynolds. Well, hello, hello, and welcome on in to the Real Men Eat Plants podcast. We are back after a long Labor Day weekend. At least it felt long, which was actually kind of nice, along with Eric Rogers and Sarah Carlson. My name is Rich Reynolds. You can find us at realmeneatplants.com. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend. Click on the support button as well. You'll be helping us and helping out Paul's party. Take the 30-day challenge. More and more people are doing that. Read all the blogs. Go to our YouTube channel and find Find us all over social media. Eric is at Eric Rogers Brand. There it is. And then Sarah Carlson is at News Sarah. And as busy as my day was today, we're we're actually recording this at a later time. Now, we've recorded this podcast, and we've only been on for, what, a month now? We've recorded at, did we ever record at 8 a.m.? I thought there was an 8 a.m. in there. All right. There was... We've recorded at 8 a.m. We've recorded at 9 a.m. We've recorded at 12.30 p.m. We've recorded at 1 p.m. And was there a 1.30 in there, too, or something? I mean, we've been all over the place. Today, we're recording at 7.15 at night. So, I mean, we're just get a everywhere. little different version of ourselves, but, yeah. I, I uh, think there is. First of all... How did yeah. you get a long? How did you get a long Labor Day weekend? Because those don't exist. Yeah, they they usually don't. For you, well, I I worked two out of the three <laughs> days, so maybe that's why it felt long. So I I don't ah. know. And this isn't even my my, my busy times coming up. So Saturday, I'm going to be calling. You're going to be out there. Eric's going to be there. We're calling there? the UW Whitewater uh, football game against uh, Mary Harden Baylor. They're both in Division Three, but it's the number one team in the country, Mary Harden Baylor, against the number six team in the country. UW Whitewater. So it's a big game and they're supposed to have, I was just out there today, they're going to have 14,000 people in, in a stadium that seats 12,000. So um, they're packing the perk is what it's called. Which is also uh, fun my alma mater. Yeah. So that's your alma mater, UW Whitewater? That is, that is my alma mater. I had to go back. Wow. Wow. And it's awesome. the first game I've gotten to call. So how about that? 
It is going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be actually. You get free well, reign of the right. sidelines. I didn't even know if I don't even think I told you that yet. But I mean, free reign, wireless uh, microphone, wireless uh, camera uh, that's going to be following you around, and they're allowing you to go all the way around. You got 360 uh, latitude to go wherever you would like to go and talk to whoever you would like to talk to. That's pretty will, damn. Uh, cool. I will navigate the chain gang and make sure that my team gets the first down. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> so it, it should Gotta be, a be lot part of fun. Of yeah. Speaking of college football, by the way, and and I do want to get, uh, I know Sarah's got like big news and stuff like that, but the college football season is like in full swing right now. I know Dude, Sarah's man. really excited about it. You, you you didn't like the the start of the college football season? I thought it was Are like you? the greatest thing ever. What are you talking about? Oh, you, Eric. Did you yeah. like it? Oh, no, yeah. Dude, I was like, oh. we're, we're there. We're finally made oh, it. Oh, I thought you said, who cares? I'm like, really? Oh, no. I said, it was there. <laughs> it was awesome. No, no, who so, cares? No, no. It, it started on Thursday night. Now, Thursday night, my, my son and I are, are glued in front of the television. It was Penn State against Purdue. They had like a blackout in their, in their stadium. It was an awesome game. Gus Johnson was calling the game, who, by the way, I can yeah. listen to Gus Johnson call the telephone book. I think he's a great play-by-play guy. And then on ESPN, the other game that was going was the backyard brawl between Pitt and West Virginia. Both games were crazy, insane, (laughs) sold out. The fans were nuts. They both went down to like the last plays of the game. I mean, absolutely awesome stuff with great players. Now, on Friday night, Tim Brando was there, and Tim Brando and I go way back. I know Tim a little bit, and Spencer Tillman, who was calling the game with him. And um, they did an awesome job for a game that wasn't that good. It was competitive. It was close. It was Illinois at Indiana. And I don't know if you watched any of this, um, but it, it turned out to be a fun game. By the way, they do something in college football, and I know Eric's going to bang me on this because I, I get crazy about this every time. So in the pros, Aaron Rodgers has a way yep, here we go. of <laughs> snapping, <laughs> snapping the football right as a defender is running off the field. All right. Now he either gets a free five yards or they'll run the whole play and then he'll throw the ball 50 yards downfield. Sometimes it's complete or it's a pass interference or something like that, but it's a free play that he gets as a guy's running off the field. You're so just now, mad that your team's quarterback isn't as good at catching people. It's a rule. It's a, it's a loophole in the rule. I'm not saying it's like, I'm not even mad at Aaron Rodgers. I'm mad okay. at the rule. I think it's well, a stupid okay. rule. Your, your, okay. your anger is not misplaced. Right. No. So I, 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 I think it's, it's a really dumb rule because I, I, I love that he takes advantage of it. You might as well take advantage of a stupid rule and it's a dumb rule. So the guy is obviously going out of the play. He's not trying to participate in the play, but here's what really pisses me off about that rule is so say, so say that like, you know, before the play, the defense huddles or the offense huddles. If they break the huddle with 12 guys, the play is dead. They actually blow the whistle. There's a flag thrown. The play is dead and no free play is run. And it's a five yard penalty. But in this case, with the guy running off the field and the play starts, for some reason, they don't call the play dead and the offense will get a free play to chuck the ball 50 yards down the field and benefit maybe 50 yards out of it. That doesn't make any sense. Either, either it's an illegal substitution. There's too many men on the field or it's not, or you call it one way or you don't. I mean, I just don't understand why there's so many variations. I have a theory. My theory is, okay, so you're in the huddle, and if you were to leave... While the before the play has happened, you could theoretically maybe relay that information to somebody, and then you know whatever, like that 
even though I guess your team should already know what the play is. So never mind. I guess I take that back. It yeah, make no, sense no, it's all stupid. It. I mean, it, it's just dumb. Maybe I you try could to talk it out. fake like you're going to be on the field and then not be part of the play. I could see maybe that as being an issue. The thing is, if there's too many guys on the field, blow this freaking whistle. The, the play's over and that's it. But there was a play now where there were three Illinois defenders that were running off the field. Indiana crows up to the line and snaps the football. They throw a flag. Now, Brett Bielema, who used to be the UW head coach, is now the head coach at Illinois. And he loses his mind. All right? And so I said right then and there, I said to Joey, I said, that play should be ruled dead. That's that, that's not a play. You can't do that. In fact, they should just run this play over. And Joey's like, why? There's too many guys on the field. I'm like, no, no, no. The college rule is such so that there is, so even if, so say like, <laughs> say like Indiana gets a first down and they run up on the ball really quick, okay? Illinois is still allowed to substitute. And while those substitutions are happening, the, the ref is actually supposed to hold his arms out like this. So like a wingspan kind of a thing, okay? Then the players substitute, and then they start the clock back up. That's the rule in college football. You're still allowed to sub in and out, even if another team is trying to, to hurry up. Now, the reason why college does it is because it's for the safety of the players. If a guy is kind of hurt, all right, in the NFL, he's stuck out there. He's got to keep playing. Otherwise, if he goes down, he costs his team a timeout. So that guy might play through an injury that might cost him a bigger injury. So in the NFL, they don't seem to give a crap about player safety, so they just march on. But in college football, they actually stop the play. It's a better system. College football has better rules across the board than the NFL does. You know what I love about you, Rich? What? You are you are that fan that knows everything and you know, you never get anything wrong. And that's not true. you know, yet you're not out there coaching or officiating. So no, you know, why no, don't you just that's go not- out there? <laughs> And let me say something, Rich, Rich and Eric, I know you know by far way more than I do about football, but and you are one of those fans. I am just glad you were not at the high school games. I can't imagine you having been at some of the games <laughs> no. and some of the missed calls. Here's, had, here's the thing. I had a My- mom who was rooting for the Eagles against our Cardinals. Mm-hmm. I seriously think she was going to pop. She was screaming so loudly so angry and there are people you know at at some point you parents are no longer allowed at sporting events how about that my expectation (laughs) i i've never i've i've only there's one time that i yelled at a high school official and i knew the guy all right so i was actually just like ribbing him like he missed a call and i was ribbing him that's when i got escorted out of the stadium by the police did i tell that story already not on air i haven't told you guys that story so it was it was a it was a high school playoff Strap baseball in, game. Yeah, no. <laughs> and anyways, all right, they actually called strike three on my son on a pitch that looked to be about eye level. Okay. So I walked behind home plate on my way to the bathroom. I really had to go to the bathroom. I'd been sitting down like the third baseline. Well, yeah, I really had, had to 90 go. Seconds, so. Yeah. So so on the way, I'm passing by home plate and I say to the umpire, I say, Hey man, come on. I I, I I actually said his name. All right. I was like, Hey, Rob, come on, man. You know, if you got to put the glasses on, put the glasses on, but you got to do better than that. All right. And he's like, Oh, rich, you know, like, like that. So I go walking away and I'm about halfway to the bathroom, like between home plate and the bathroom, which is maybe like, I don't know, 200 feet or something like that. All of a sudden I feel a hand on my shoulder 
And this oh. guy spins me around. And the guy was gigantic. He had to be like six eight or something like that. It was ridiculous. The guy spins me around and he goes, my athletic director wants to talk to you. And I'm like, what the hell are you Can talking about? First? Yeah, I said, I, I got to go to the bathroom. He goes, no, my athletic director wants to talk to you now. And I'm like, for what? Yeah, he, would, he wouldn't let me pee. He goes, he wants to talk to you now. You I said, for what? in that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's he, he, okay. he spins did, me man. around, tells me that, that I got to talk to the athletic director. And I'm doing like, you know, kind of like the pee-pee dance. I'm like, I really got to <laughs> go. All right. And, and I said, but I said, why? Why does your athletic director want to talk to me? He goes, you can't say anything to the umpire. I said, listen, man, I'm not, I have nothing to say to your athletic director. I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom. I come out. Dude's waiting there for me with the athletic director. And he said, you can't say anything to the umpire. I said, I'll say whatever I want to that guy. I know him. All right. I, I wasn't doing anything wrong. And they're like, sir, sir, come back over here. I said, screw it, man. The game's back on. I'm going to my seat. So I go and I sit down at my you seat. Were defiant. I'm, that was the problem. I guess so. I was there for about a half an inning. And all of a sudden, I get another tap on the shoulder. This time, it's the police. And the, <laughs> and so it's and so the cop goes, excuse me, sir, I I need to talk to you. I'm like, about what? I'm watching said, the freaking taxes, game. Sir. I didn't say that. I said I said about what? I'm watching the freaking game. And he goes, come on, sir, come on over here. So I go on over there, and of course, like the the athletic director's over there, but he's smiling now. All right. And so that's when I kind of lost it. And then this is how, why I got kicked out because then I started swearing at the athletic director and those were the magic words and Rich got put into the parking lot. At least they didn't arrest me, but they made me watch the rest of the game from the parking lot. Thankfully, it was already like the eighth inning. Did you do like the Italian hand movement stuff? Like, there was a lot of hand movement help. stuff. I was not a happy camper um, at that point. But um, how old anyways. How if this was like a couple of years ago. It was only a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, I am happy to see you've matured. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't good. Um, but I have, I have nothing nice to say about that that school district. They're in uh, Southwest Wisconsin, and I'll just I'll I'll leave them anonymous for now. Anyways, but as it is. Going back to the, the original thing, all right, I don't have any expectations for high school officials. So if high school officials get stuff wrong, I'm not the one who ever yells at them. Like, I, I think their job is hard enough. In fact, parents that yell at high school officials really should be, like, friggin' there's I, I think there's a special place in hell for, for those kind of people. Well, there's one thing for people to yell at them. It's another for, like, I and my family will go, no, because, or you miss call, but not like swearing and, and oh sometimes they it. really miss the call but i think that yeah, parents think it it's gonna blow the scholarship for their kid no, and it's like I, it's not I it. get upset if i see a missed call because it, it, it's so obvious to everybody right. who was watching and everybody agrees and whatever so no i, I was i was a, an official for a lot of years i actually um did like uh like college in, uh, uh, intramural games. I've done home talent league stuff, D3 stuff. I've done high school stuff. I, I, I have sympathy for those guys. So, so that's not it. I, I, and I wasn't even banging on the officials in the college football game. They were getting the rule right. I was banging on the rule. 
Anyways, what a wild college football weekend. I thought it was awesome. The Florida State LSU game, did, did you guys watch that? was incredible. A blocked extra point saved Florida State's ass with no time on the clock. Dude, unbelievable stuff. I mean, just well, freaking. It was incredible. Tulsa, Wyoming went into double overtime. And yeah, that was kicker crazy. It was like literally hit on top of the goalpost and then it bounced out. So the when do you ever good. see that? I miss oh, a Lord. lot of college football until high school football is over because I watch so much high school football. I've got a JV boy You're playing. footballed out. And then I watch Varsity Friday night because my girl's cheering. Uh, and then I have no more football in me, except I watch the Badgers play uh, yep. for most of the game. That was well, kind of boring, though. And that, and that was kind of boring. And they beat <laughs> up on my they beat up on my alma mater. But my alma mater plays at the FCS level. They're a good FCS team. They're that not supposed stupid. to play Big Ten. But the thing I is, know. they. They, they make millions of dollars that way. By the way, way the, so. most, the most Wisconsin thing ever is to make the cover, win 38-0, set two school records, and still drop one spot in the poll. <laughs> yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's how you do. Um, so, so, yeah, it was, it was fun college football stuff. I, I loved it, and we're looking forward to calling the game uh, for UW-Whitewater on Saturday. Um, that is going to be, if you're local, you'll be able to see it because that's live over the air on what's called Television Wisconsin. Is it even called TVW anymore? It's uh, got the logo on, on there. Yeah, something something like that. So anyways, that'll be uh, all heck of a lot of fun. Speaking of fun, Sarah, you had some big news we, you know, I I'd, I'd like to share. I'd like I want people to get to know Sarah. I think Sarah is a very interesting lady over there and Sarah had a big day today, didn't you, Sarah? I've had a big day today. I started a new job. Now, that isn't the biggest thing in the world because we all start new jobs many times in our lives, but I have been on disability for five years. Haven't worked in five wow. years, and I started a new job as a business development manager for a local architect firm. It's called Sketchworks, and they're really cool. Um, out of Middleton here. Um, I got to know them real well over the course of months and started today and loved every minute of it. Loved being awesome. busy all day. That's a big deal. It yeah, is it is. Deal. Absolutely. I mean, I, it's not like I've been laying in bed because of my disability, but I haven't been myself. And I'm going, oh, wait a second. Mm -hmm. I like being busy. <laughs> I can dig this, especially now that my kids are older. So it's a really exciting thing and a fantastic company. Yeah, and, and your disability, it's not like some people go on disability and nobody knows why. Yours was about as public as a disability could be. Um, you know, and, and if anybody doesn't know the, the whole Sarah Carlson backstory, you can find it. There's been articles that were written on it recently that I thought were very cool, uh, summarizing it up and all of that. But I mean, actually having a seizure on the air, um, yeah. you know, when, when you're doing television, wow. I mean, that just, just doesn't happen. Although it's I saw and I don't remember where it was from there was a lady that just had yeah a stroke on the air um the beginnings of one yeah they caught it and yeah to make it so that it didn't impact her i watched that I, I read and watched a lot about that only because it reminded me of what i went through that's a scary feeling man to know you're live mm -hmm. like we are now but much much bigger audience at the time and on tv not and losing yeah. your, your ability to uh, read what's happening or, or to know what's happening. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I haven't had a seizure in two years. That's another reason I chose to start looking and go back. Um, but it took a lot of work, man, a lot, a lot of work. So epilepsy is a cause that I near and dear to my heart and w will forever be. 
You are an inspiration, Sarah. I love it. Yeah, the, the lady that had the um, stroke on the air, and I, I've shared this with Sarah, and I, I think with Erica at 1.2, when I was in my 20s, I was actually on the air doing a morning show. It was like 6.45 mm-hmm. in the morning, and the owner of the station comes in. It was a Thursday morning. I'm doing the show. I go to commercial, and he goes, Rich. Like, like he was kind of mad about it, and he goes, Are you drunk? And I'm like, drunk? It's 6.45 in the morning on a Thursday. I mean, I guess technically I could have been drinking from the night before maybe or something. It's not like, you know, I was going to get up drinking. I'm like, no, I'm not drunk. I, I, I barely drink anyways. And he's like, but Rich, you're slurring your words. And I'm like, what? Like, I had no idea that I was doing it. And as it turned out, I did have a small stroke at, at that point. And uh, one of the reasons why I became plant-based and vegan was because of that, because the medications over the years just were not working and I had to do something. And one of the reasons that I ended up really making the switch was a movie called The Game Changers. And we are going to talk about that as we're going to play a game. We forgot to play a game last Ooh. week on this show and everybody likes games. So we're going to have our weekly game and it all has to do with the movie the game changers and so that is coming up next all right here at the real men eat plants podcast we need your help and so does paul's party being a brand new podcast just trying to get its footing we are asking that you help support our pod by going to our podcast page at realmeneplants.com slash podcast and click the support button when you do not only are you helping us get our feet on the ground you are helping to support paul's party a 501.c charity that raises money to help kids with physical disabilities get equipment to have some fun in their lives two great causes one easy support button again please find us at realmeneatplants.com slash podcast or on patreon when you type real men eat plants into the search bar thanks for your support and for helping paul's party all right we missed it last week but we are playing now we got a game oh by the way after the game glenn merzer is going to be here glenn's rant I, I forgot to mention that off the top of the show and glenn is always so good and always so funny so that'll happen right after the game but we have actually gotten feedback guys on the games it's something that our our audience loves so we got to give them what they love we got to play the hits so i was talking about the fact that one of the reasons why i went vegan is because of a movie called the game changers which i think is is awesome it's like testosterone driven it's how i got dotsy bausch on the show who was awesome um and so anyways um all of these facts are found in the movie the game changer. Six questions. Again, your oh, job God, is to get a quiz on this movie. <laughs> yeah. Your job is to get as close to the percentage as possible. The answer is always going to be one to 100. And whoever is the closest, we will tally it up at the end. And that will be our winner right now. It is all tied up. Sarah took an early 2 nothing lead on Eric. Eric came back to tie it up in our all-time series at two apiece. Okay, so question number one. You guys are ready? Ready, ready to go. Said, all right, let's do it. Um, switching, according, this is all according to um, the Game Changers movie. Switching to a plant-based diet would reduce global agricultural emissions by what percentage? So this is if the whole world switched to a plant-based diet. Everybody in the world would reduce global agricultural emissions by what percentage? That'd be a good thing, by the way. We like reducing emissions. All right. End of the music there. Sarah chiming in first with a smile and a 90. 
Sarah going with a high number. I'm writing it down in the Sharpie. Does she know this? Sniffing Sharpies um, off the air. We might as well, well sniff that's them gonna on the air. My score. Yep. <laughs> Eric, what do you got? I have sixty-five percent. Sixty-five. I know Sarah was smiling. I think Eric's going to be smiling after this one. Seventy-three. Seventy-three is the actual number. So Eric with an early lead there. Uh, he was only eight points off where Sarah was seventeen. All right. Question number two. The livestock sector. So now this is only livestock. So think about um, cows and pigs are responsible for what percentage of global man-made emissions? The livestock sector is responsible for what percentage of global man-made emissions? So this isn't like... Man-made. This isn't the emissions coming out of the burps and farts of the cows and pigs. Oh. Nor their waste. It's man-made emissions from having to keep up with the livestock sector. So what I'm guessing this question's really referencing is all of the gas and diesel and everything that is burned for them. Sarah's going right down the middle with a very safe 50. And Mitha Raja. Uh, we're going to go with 30% on that one. 30. Rich. Eric right now is kicking some ass. Dang. The total is 15. So oh. a nice job by Eric, who has now opened up a big lead as we go to question number three. What percentage of the rivers in the world that used to make it to the ocean no longer make it to the ocean because of industrial agriculture. So these are rivers that have been diverted for agricultural reasons and no longer reach the ocean. Talk about having an impact on the environment. We are kicking beavers' I, I ass. Feel like, okay. I feel like watching the Game Changers is not helping me here. I don't know if you no. see it, but <laughs> I know, I they're total like, guesses. They throw so many facts high. at you, you would have to watch it lots of times and take copious notes. So, all right. Sarah's going to go with 65% of the rivers no longer make it to the ocean. Eric Rogers. Gosh, I feel like in, in how long, I don't know what the span is, but that is... There's so many rivers, but I just I I don't know. I'm I'm gonna be hopeful that it's not a ton, but uh, the point Eric, of it being going with a lower number, twenty percent. The actual number is twenty five. Oh, Eric Rogers with his best guess so far. So nice job, but isn't that crazy? So one out of every four rivers that used to make it to the ocean no longer makes wow. it to the ocean because of agricultural. Uh, agriculture or wait agriculture agriculture that doesn't make any sense industrial agriculture there we go all right so we're halfway home eric with a big lead sarah though plenty of time to get back into it and now would be the time to do it on question number four what percentage of the amazon forest is now used for cattle grazing so what percentage of the forest that used to exist is no longer there and is used solely for cattle grazing So this isn't growing things on, just cattle grazing. What percentage of the Amazon forest is now gone and used for cattle grazing? All right, everybody always screaming about the rainforest. Sarah's going to say it is 30%. 
of the Amazon rainforest is now gone and used for cattle grazing. What have you got, Eric? Well, uh, they keep talking about yeah the uh, the erosion of the uh, the rainforest, but how much is actually going to cattle? I don't know. I've, I'm right on the kind of same line as Sarah. I'm going twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. It is estimated that a size of a football field of Amazon rainforest is cleared every minute of the day. What? That is how much is going away. The total is 70% of what used to be the Amazon rainforest is now gone and is used for cattle grazing. So Sarah edges a little bit closer on that one, but not much. Eric Rogers taking a big 45-point hit there as we hit question number five. Here we go. Of the world's farmland, what percentage is used for meat, dairy, Egg and fish farming. So of all the farmland that is out there, what percentage is used for meat, dairy, egg, and fish farming? So all the meats that we basically consume is what we're looking at. Of the actual, yeah, of the actual farmland. So, like, the, the spaces. So, like, most of the cornfields we see in Wisconsin doesn't go for human consumption. It goes to right. feed cattle. Um, so, nice. Sarah, yeah, nice high number at 70%. Eric, what have you got? I foolishly was thinking that maybe the, uh, you know, I see corn all the time. I didn't really think that that's maybe huh. going to the animals. Uh, but I did go 60%. 60%. No one's going to get hurt too bad. 83, 83% of all farmland is used for meat, dairy, egg, and fish farming. So that leads us into question six, the final question, and it piggybacks off of question number five. So we talk about meat, dairy, egg, and fish farming. So what percentage of all the calories in the world does that meat, dairy, egg, and fish farming produce? So what percentage of human calories consumed comes from meat, dairy, egg, and fish farming? So 83% of the land globally goes to feed those animals, at least the farmland. Now what percentage does that provide us in caloric intake? All right, Sarah, going to go with a high number, 75%, she believes, is the calories. Eric? All right, well, this is either going to solidify my place or allow Sarah some room. But we're yep. going with 90%. Holy of the calories. cow. Both of you thought it's big calories. So 83% of the farmland produces 18% oh, of all that calories. That's quite right. Yeah. <laughs> In the world. So both of you take a big hit on that one, although Eric's hit is much worse. And we will figure it all out. So I think that's I okay. I can do some math. Yeah, I think Sarah's still on the losing end, but we'll do the math and come back with the results right after Glenn's rant, which is coming up next. Welcome to Shilor Select. The whole system will be ready in a few minutes. Take your seat and enjoy. Everyone has a story that's built on thousands of hows, whys, and whats. Join myself, Chris Sheeler, as I dive into how people live their lives, why they do what they do, and what goes through their mind while they do it. If you love learning and what makes people tick, my podcast, Sheeler Select, has you covered. New episodes every Monday, 
Find it on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, or just anywhere you get a podcast. After a long Labor Day weekend, it is indeed that time once again when we are joined by our friend, author Glenn Merzer, the author of such great books as Food is Climate and Own Your Health. And he is back for one of his mighty Glenn rants. Glenn, it's all you. Rant away, buddy. Thanks, Rich. Uh, what I'd like to talk about today is lean meat. Lean meat is very popular. Ask anyone if they're a meat eater and they'll say, not much. I just eat some lean meat just a couple times a day at most. Everyone who eats meat specializes in eating lean meat. I don't think there's a single fatty <laughs> meat eater in America. I've never met him. <laughs> Now, do you know who invented lean meat? A fat meat? person? <laughs> it's the same guy who invented clean oh, <laughs> I like it. Here's how it works. There's a problem with your product. Coal is dirty. You just can't burn the stuff and make it smell like aromatherapy oils, right? Meat is fatty. You can't defat it. So you need to find a way to handle that problem. Now, when I used to write TV shows in Hollywood, TV producers had a term for this strategy, hang a lantern on it. Let's say the writers are finishing up a script that's a murder mystery. And in the climactic scene, the murder victim's accountant confesses that he was in love with his client's wife and he put arsenic in the man's whiskey. Then the writers have a whoops moment. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh no, we've already established in the first scene that the victim was a reformed alcoholic who was, who was off the stuff. Why would he drink the whiskey? So you have to hang a lantern on it. You add a line for the daughter in the climactic scene. She says, gee, it's too bad that dad started drinking again after he learned that mom was banging the accountant. In the same way, the meat industry decided to hang a lantern on the fact that their product is fatty by inventing something called lean meat that doesn't actually exist, but it gives them and their consumers a talking point. You'll notice that the asparagus industry doesn't have to do this. They don't have to invent lean asparagus. The celery industry doesn't have to invent lean celery. But if, but if you've got an industry with a problem, hang a lantern on it. All kinds of industries can profit from this strategy. The video game industry could come up with Mortal Kombat Suburban Monster. <laughs> the liquor industry could come up with grain alcohol light. We could have the rational flat earth society. <laughs> Look, meat... Meat is roughly 50% fat and 50% protein. And it's not like you could make it more lean by breeding a cow or pig that has more carbohydrate or fiber because, sorry, flesh doesn't contain carbohydrate or fiber. It's all protein and fat. The protein is excessive sulfuric and carcinogenic. And the fat is also excessive and bad for your heart. So you got no way to deal with this problem but semantics. All you can do is say that you eat lean meat. 
you can wash it down with some low alcohol vodka <laughs> and enjoy it with a moderate chewing. <laughs> There we go. Nice job. Love it, Glenn. Yeah, you know, 80% lean still means 20% fat. And uh, there's really no way around it. And so great stuff. As always, the great Glenn Merzer, who joins us weekly here on the show with Glenn's rant. Great job today, Glenn. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Good to see you all. Okay, if you ever wanted to show off your plant-based lifestyle and do it in style, here is your chance. We have some of the most amazing t-shirts, hats, accessories, coffee mugs, and more at shop.realmaneatplants.com. We have statement t-shirts that will bring a smile to everyone's face. I love the I Want Tofu Tonight tea. Plus, we have podcast teas, real women eat plants gear, real kids eat plants, and real people eat plants just in case men, women, and kids didn't cover it all. Yeah, we love you, and we love that you want to show off that healthy lifestyle of yours. Again, check out our high-quality gear at shop.realmaneatplants.com and enjoy. She's a mom with vegetables. She's so delectable. The cows and pigs, she set them free. Can't you see? She's a hot chickpea. Veggie stew just for you. Sit on down. There's these or two. All right, the time of the show where we finally made it to the news, and I do have good news for Eric Rogers. Eric Rogers, yeah. a 168 in the game today, beats Sarah Carlson's 202, and Eric is on a three-game winning streak, has now taken a 3-2 all-time lead Streaks in the head-to-head are meant matchup. to be ended. Sarah, you got another chance next week. Uh, I don't know. I hope we'll see. I we we you. believe in you, Sarah. I I believe in <laughs> you, and you. I, I believe. It. Yeah, <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice begin, for her. We're yes. going to begin the news today with a great article on Veg.com about how we get iron in a vegan diet. So mm-hmm. iron is super important, and Rich knows the science behind this for ensuring that your red blood cells transport oxygen. I loved reading hemoglobin. About yes. It's all, it's for everything. It's for your immune system, athletic performance, and your pregnancy. They ask you to take extra iron, all of that. So the kind of iron you get from plants is different though, not as easily absorbed. So they say that you should eat more, but there are so many places that you can get iron and be vegan and people don't know it. So we're going to go over the list because they provided a really great list. Number one, it is, it's always a question. So, so yeah. So before you start, it's kind of funny. Yeah. That was the question that the head coach of the Edgewood baseball team, I'm actually wearing an Edgewood baseball uh, polo here today. And, and so my son just recently has finally gone he's been teetering like 80 20 90 10 where he's been doing plant-based so last week he started going 100 percent plant-based and the one thing that he's noticed is his workout recovery is so much better and he's been able to work out so much more and he has like that thing that you put on your wrist what the hell is that called that like monitors like all of your health it's not an apple watch i forget like what the heck Fitbit it's called something like, uh, something like that I, I i forget the actual name of it anyways it monitors his like recovery and so it monitors 
monitors like sleep patterns and stuff like that, but it actually like like there's a lot more to it. Anyways, his recovery has always hovered around you know eighty five ninety percent, which is really good recovery. Since he's gone plant bla- plant bla- bla- plant based, it is almost a hundred percent every single night his recovery and so it's allowed him to do that much more and he's even like dad i I feel more energetic like my workouts are harder and i'm recovering faster sleep too which is like all you know and he does oh he values sleep you know and so but i i I absolutely love it there are a lot of people your son is probably doing it correctly one of the reasons i go over these things and talk about headlines I see is because too many people will go, Oh, I'm vegetarian or vegan and only go to like, uh, what am I? The frozen section of the impossible right. burger. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing yep. wrong or, with or there's that. the, or the other way where they only that. eat salads and, and they're missing out. Yeah. Missing on out a bunch of stuff and you got to eat a lot of fruit when you do it, but his head coach, yeah, and, and his head coach right away had, you know, those same questions like, where are you going to get your protein? But his head coach now is going to do the research on it. And he's already told Joey, he said, listen, I know being on the road is the hardest part. When they're on the road now, he's going to make sure to stop at a place that Joey at least can get plant based awesome. nutrition. That's and awesome. I absolutely I love, love it. Yeah. So it. Exactly. So anyway, yeah, his, his coach, very open minded. Good guy. Lentil, beans, peas have iron. Lentils with the most. So chickpeas, navy beans, white kidney beans, black-eyed peas, it's all good for you. Number two is it soy is products. Now. So we all love our um, our tofu and tempeh. Um, those happen to also have a lot of good calcium. Nuts and seeds, people forget about this. It's easy to mm-hmm. put nuts and seeds on something you like. You don't have just to sit around and eat the nuts. That sounds bad. There um, is. Anyway. Yeah, there is. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that's what she said. Sarah's mind. <laughs> you know, there, there, there is a danger though with, with, with nuts and seeds because they usually either like roast them or fry them or something like that. They're, they could be full of oil and sodium. Try and get the raw ones if you can. Oh, Believe yeah. me. Yeah, you will learn really fast that raw cashews, raw I don't know if almonds, almonds, raw fall walnuts. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. they, they're, they're good. They're actually really good yeah. without you know the, the oil and salt. John does with uh, those al- almonds as he bakes them. Absolutely. It smells yep. like cookies have been baking, and then they taste so good. My kids, my teenagers like to eat those. These are un- completely unsalted. So We are coming up it. on also um, pumpkin season. Pumpkin seeds are oh, fantastic yeah. oh, for yeah. you. They are so what? good, and you don't need to drown them in salt and oil. You really don't. They're really yeah. good. Exactly. Although that tastes good every once in a while. Not yeah, a game, but, yep, you know. you're right. So we've got the the darky. I <laughs> see what happens. I'm what getting now? tired. Darky <laughs> greens. Yes. <laughs> Broccoli, cabbage, and Brussels sprouts. Then, believe it or not, is potatoes. I love mm-hmm. this. I don't think I knew. However, I always had my mom telling me to eat the skin because apparently that's a big part of it. But mm-hmm. potato, one medium, has 1.7 milligrams of iron. That's about 9% of your daily value. I wrote that in caps. Um, Don't peel it, though. Again, the skin is important. So just scrub it, wash it really good before you bake. Yep, and then then bake it. it. And I tell you what, they are so good for you. And the other thing, Mm because potatoes will get a bad rap, but that's usually because people will fry them in oil or otherwise they dump cheese on them and dump sour cream on them. And they're like, oh, it's the potato making me fat. It's like, it's not the potato. It's really not. It's everything else that goes along with it. I like olive oil and then slice them so they're round um, mm-hmm. and sort of in place of fries. So there's olive oil. You get there's fat from that, but the potatoes with the skin on it. That's what my favorite. Keep thing the is. skin on. Yep. 
Yep. And finally, okay, we there's some mushrooms, tomato paste, and then of course dried fruits is one of the Very good. Oh my God. I love raisins. And the other thing, yeah, like dates and prunes and bananas. (laughs) All good. It's all good. It really is. And yeah, again, now that it's past dinner time, whatever it is for you all, yep. have a snack. Snack time. Okay. So our second story today is a really interesting one. I love these about the growing effort to make a skinless vegan chicken breast part of the plant-based menu. So, you know, you're at a restaurant and this is apparently a fancy thing. It's a Swiss startup company called Planted Foods. They just raised $72 million and they're joining other plant-based companies worldwide. We can guess who they are and they didn't name them, but they are uh, working with a a chef in Germany, a famous chef. Uh, This company is called Planted again. Chef is going to be putting... Stop. He's sniffing his charger. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. That's what happens when I lose track of what I'm trying to say. The company planted is working with a famous chef who's going to put the whole cut protein, and if you look at it on the veg website, it looks like a piece of chicken, and they're trying hmm. to make it less processed is the point, Mr. Sniffer. You know, I, I actually was thinking about moving to Switzerland, and like on my list of pros, it's like, you know, the, the flag is a big plus. So that's why I was thinking. <laughs> wow. Good flag humor. I love it. Yeah, that is fantastic. Yep. That's what I'm here for. Very good. Keep that sharp. You don't need the Sharpie anymore. Just for those of you who can see us. Yeah. <laughs> Rich is well, having a call into work tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, my, my second day, I think I will. Just kidding. Okay, finally, <laughs> our final story, uh, a little celebrity in our news. I don't really follow these people, and I don't give a rat's patootie about them, nor do I understand why they're famous, but Kim Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says I've never famous. watched a, a, any of the Kardashians. Story. I, I have oh no God. idea who these people are. Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. The story, really, all I know is that this is the cool thing. She used her celebrity for good in this case because she said that her vegan diet helps with her psoriasis. So the experts at veg.com did That's have a, a dermatologist check it out. Hmm. And it's true. According mm-hmm. to them, it can be managed with a treatment plan that does include uh, include avoiding certain foods. So inflammation is a problem. And the biggest problem with inflammation Hmm. can be brought on by meat as rich. And we have heard so many times, a thousand times. We've only been on the air for a month. And I think I've said that a thousand times about inflammation. inflammation So, and I think I've seen commercials with one of her sister. I don't know which one is. Okay. So which one is Kim? The one that was married to Kanye? Yes. Our, our audience right now is just like face hating us. The fact that you did not know yeah. that. I, I don't know that. Okay. Here's the thing that I, I read, like why she's famous reality star and business mogul. There's no real, like you aren't famous because you did something like sing really well or act really well. People can be famous for being on TikTok now. And the Kardashians started that on a much larger level in reality shows like so now their dad was one of the lawyers for the oj trial right that's correct. how that works okay that so that's right. that's how they became famous and then kim kardashian was the one that was a hobbit on south park is that is that right <laughs> she's, eric she's, she's the one that had the sex tape with ray j 
That's I, I don't who I don't know who Ray J is. I I don't know who Just that don't, is. Google it. I don't know. Okay, all right. I, I have to Google the actual sex it's tape. It's standard I watch definition. It. Oh no, I don't want to. Or watch so that I hear. Then. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to watch that. So wait, so there, there's Kim Kardashian, and then who are there's the other Kardashians? Man. Yeah, there, there's more like there's sisters, Chloe, right? There's Chloe Kardashian. Uh, the, wait, the Chloe Jenners. was the one that was married to an NBA guy. They all were. <laughs> oh, they all were at one point. Um, and then, and then, I how were they related to the second one? I yeah, name, yeah. That that's all I got. I got Kim and Chloe. I think there's more. Um, and then, and the, mother, then, and the mothers. There's Kendall Jenner, Kylie. I don't know. I think that's it. But how how are the Jenners related to them? Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. I don't know. Yeah. Is is their <laughs> don't, mom? Don't ask me these. Th- yeah. Is it is is it the it's it's their mom or or, or their stepmom? Our audience is just. I don't know. I don't know any of this. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and I have terrible guilt as a journalist. Like, this is all I did. I couldn't get the words out of my mouth when they were important about technology. Well, it's better than what goes in their mouth. Sorry. And then I I'm talking that. about the Kardashians. <laughs> God help me. <laughs> I always, I, I always okay, try to no. wait, fake it. We have it, to mention poop. Sorry. We, had, we didn't mention poop yet today. You'll Brian eat a lot of the iron foods. Absolutely, Brian. Actually, from from Real Many Plants, our, our our boss was was saying to me, people like the poop talk, and I'm like, I I'm always worried that there's going to be too much shit talking on the show. Fiber, but and poop. <laughs> yeah, I, when, when you eat a lot of plants, I mean, I'm telling you, you, you don't have any problems pooping. All of a sudden, it's it's plenty of poop. Um, and so we we mentioned it. So so there we go. But I I thought we covered that already when we mentioned the Kardashians. No, that wasn't. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> Where the sorry, sorry, it wasn't. Back. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, it wasn't as good of a joke as your Switzerland joke. You hey, know, that was top notch dad joke. All right. Yeah. Yep. Sniff that. <laughs> sniff that sharpie. Um, so, all right. That's that. That's it. That's the news there, Sarah. That is the end of the news again. It not all plant based foods are on the table. So check with your doctor if you have psoriasis but it was a true story that yeah she says it and it's it's the real deal excellent so okay remember um to subscribe to our podcast listen all of that kind of good stuff realmeneatplants.com is where you can go find out everything about the podcast click on the support button click on the subscribe button all of that kind of good stuff take the 30-day challenge read the blogs go to our youtube channel i'm trying to put more and more stuff up there all the time and again catch us all on social media eric at eric rogers brand at new sarah at rmep rich and that is all of it. So a special thanks to Glenn Merzer for Glenn's rants um, today. And we got a lot of guests coming up this week as well. We will fill you in, including, by the way, someone's voice who you hear on this show every day but has never appeared on an official oh. episode is going to be on the show on Friday. And we're going to catch up with that person and hear all about their trip to um, sunny Ireland and all of that. Uh, plus, I think they have a new main squeeze as well. So I want to hear ah. all about that. So that's my my tease. I'm teasing a tease, although I don't think that person's really a tease. Um, so anyways, that's that'll be that on Friday's show. That person is very show. straightforward. Yeah, we got we got lots of celebrities coming up this week as well. Should be a fantastic week of podcasting here. We thank you so much for listening and watching. And again, please subscribe and tell a friend as well. And we will see you and do this all again tomorrow. See ya. All right, time now to tell you about VegReg. Yeah, VegReg.com helps you find plant-based restaurants and businesses in just one 
click. And if you are a vegan-friendly business, they can help you get found. If you are searching for healthy, cruelty-free meal options in your local area, VegRedge is the perfect solution. Another great thing about VegRedge, they have recipes. And when I say recipes, I mean recipes. A Bacon Lover's BLT, Cookie Dough Protein Bites, Penne Arrabbiata, the entree, not the character from The Sopranos. And yeah, and even a vanilla bean cheesecake, and they are all plant-based. You can also find Spotlight Vegan Businesses and more when you click on over to VegReg.com. That's right, it's VegReg.com.